you're listening to the Chairsofter Show. I'm Andy, and joining me tonight we have Graham Hoffman. Welcome, Graham. Thank you very much for having me. No worries, mate. You're glad to have you. <laughs> yes, it's been a while. We've been talking about it, so it's good to finally be here. Thank yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks very much for your time tonight. Um, obviously, it's been a busy few weeks for you, um, but we'll come back onto that in a minute. So let's begin with let's find out how you got into airsoft. Okay, um, so we're talking now. I was 15, 16. This is about five, uh, about 15 years ago. Got five years ago. That would have been cringy. Um, <laughs> yeah, about 15 years ago now. So pre the VCRA. For yes, memory? the year yeah. just the year just before the VCRA. Pretty certain a year before, or around about 18 months before. Around it was definitely before the VCRA. Yeah. Um, that's when you Those go, are the days. Yeah, you could go anywhere <laughs> and just buy a gun wherever you like. So I bought mine from a boot fair for 60 quid. Still have it to this day. Um, yeah. No defence required. Didn't have to be over 18. Just pick it up. Oh, I want to buy that. Oh, yeah, you, you don't crone over stuff. <laughs> yeah, you, you know? I, I, from what I seem to remember, you could literally just go on the internet and order one. I mean, I was, I was about the same age as you, uh, about the same time, actually. And I remember ordering a Simer MP5 just straight off of the internet. Oh, I can't yeah. remember the name of the website. It's still going, I believe. But the funny thing is, I didn't at that age. I didn't do a lot of internet ordering, so it was kind of like, oh, I buy it from the boot market. Yeah, it I wasn't just, um, as prominent as it is these days, oh, where no, you can just go not. on and you can find a retailer, and if long you've got the right defence and you or you get it two toned, you can just buy it. Now it wasn't as sort of in the forefront of society. I mean. No, your 56k was struggling to load your images. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's if it decided to load in the first place. If you did, if someone else didn't pick up the phone halfway say, through, and your mum didn't pick up the phone, <laughs> <laughs> just phoning Doris down the road. Exactly. No, mum, I'm buying guns. <laughs> back when we used the post service to send letters to each other. <laughs> There's a post service. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I started there. Started in a World War Two bunker. Um, it's a bit like Fight Club because nobody talked about airsoft other than the ten yeah. guys that were there. You know, yeah. you didn't know other people played it. There were no real, there wasn't a lot of shops. There wasn't like oh, there's one just a couple of miles away. You know, there was no shops in my vicinity. There was a few forums that were popular. So we had zero one. Uh, sorry, we had zero one forums. Arnie's airsoft. You know, these guys who have been around for years and are well established. Yeah, the sort of the founding fathers of UK airsoft, as it were. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and Arnie's was primarily US-based, but that was where the UK home was, really, at the time. Um, so I started then, played World War II Bunker, which was CQB only, and used to play, I think it was like every Wednesday, with my dad and my brother. Yeah. Moved on from there to a woodland site, and that was the first time a paintball site turned to, to Airsoft, their first game. Right. So, on a side note, that was the day that I played with bodge-ups, didn't know each other, didn't know at all at that time. It's not until we yeah. kind of spoke in the last few years that we were both there on the same day. Um, so it's a small roundabout circle there. This woodland site, this isn't the one just up the road from me, is it? Skirmish? No, it's not. Okay, cool. Oh, no, it's because you said about painful site, there's one just round the back no, from me that I know Wayne played a fair bit. But is that Skirmish Billericke? Skirmish Billericke, that's the one, yeah. So, um, I've only so, been oh, there once, so I need to go back down at some point and give it another go. I'll be quite honest, it hasn't got the best reputation from everyone I know plays there. And I've still got, because I don't live in Essex anymore, but I've still got friends who do play there. But there's a few others in the area which are basically better from, from what I hear. But I've been there once since, um, and it's changed a lot, but there's still the kind of the, the, the foundations are still there, and some of the structures I remember having very fond memories are still there. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, so that was my first day of woodland, and I was like, oh, I prefer this, prefer woodland, prefer the tactical element and the stalking. Um, this was, you know, when I started playing, we didn't use semi in CQB environments. It was full auto. Um, you didn't really have to worry about high FPS because most stuff was kind of like, right, it's 318, or uh, sorry, 312 or up to 328 was what most people were yeah. wanting. Um, and like I say, this is pre VCRA, so we didn't have any real restrictions there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so did Woodland, and then basically just played around. Went to Electroworks in London after a team kind of came from London to Essex to play for the day. Destroyed us, so we were like, right, we're going to Electroworks, um, yeah. which is where I met, well, where I would have been meeting 
uh, a friend now who's who's worked in retail actually worked at the site as well. So it's kind of weird how I've crossed paths with people that I still speak with today, but never knew them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, it was then going through rules of engagement and a few other sites around Essex. I mean, I stopped when I was twenty-one. Yeah, I stopped when I was twenty-one. Yeah. For two years, sold my marauders and sniper because during the time once I went to Woodland, I went sniping. Sold that. Had two yeah. years out where I had to, you know, become that adult and get a job and lose all your time and your money. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was it. And then a couple of years ago, I moved over to Kent, and the first thing I did was, "Where's my nearest site?" And yeah. uh, weirdly enough, ten minutes down the road from me, which was cool because I'd been past it so many times and never known. Yeah. And that was it. The fix was back. Um, and I haven't looked back since, really. And that because was didn't you when ago. you were at uni? Didn't you buy a lot of kit using your student loan? If I remember correctly, you telling me? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> I'm first... glad it's not just Ryan that I know. My friend Ryan, who's done that, then it was hilarious. So all this time I'd been running this Cyma, um AK, which was sixty quid. Yeah. And as I still got it. Um, didn't have a sidearm. It was just just high cap, just a couple of high caps, and just run around. Had a um, no vest or anything like that. I know. I think I had a DPM, DPM little Viper vest or whatever. But it was what you bought at boot markets. It was like, oh, I'll buy these DPM trousers. Yeah, then, or all of the like the local army surplus shop, yeah, maybe exactly. at a push. In general, and bits like that. That's right. And then I went, got my first student loan, and it was like, wow, it's twelve hundred quid. And now this was a bursary because my parents didn't earn enough, so I got a bursary. Yeah. And it was like, this money doesn't have to be paid back. I actually at that time had a job and yeah. I was staying at home. So the only fuel I needed was for the books and for travelling to my university. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, I can travel to uni on my wages. I'll, I'll <laughs> buy the minimum books I need. This is basically spending money. <laughs> so, I so, so like any normal person who's got a few extra quid, you go and spend it all so, on airsoft. Yeah, so I, I drove, I think it was something like two and a half hours, all the way around the other side of the M25 to a shop. I don't know what the shop's called, and I don't even know if it's there anymore. Um, it was basically, I looked on the airsoft map, uh, yep. the original airsoft map, and was like, that's my local retailer. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it was like two and a half hours. I was like, right. So I left in the morning, got there, and, we, and I walked in the door and went, right. I need a primary. I need a secondary. I need some kit. I need yeah. some boots. Uh, and walked away, and uh, literally without a penny left. Um, <laughs> I brought the. I don't know if you remember. Viper did like a Molly chest rig. Um, oh, so, so, so I, I mean, I, this was about the time when I was taking some time out with it. Just because um, I couldn't afford to go they, spend. They did a chest rig with the admin pouch that basically makes it look like a plate carrier you could tuck away. Yeah. Um, but it was all Molly. Yeah, yeah. And the idea being being a lefty and having his DPM vest, which was always mine, primarily right hand focused, I was like, right, I want this Molly because then I can put a left hand holster on. So I just bought loads of Molly bits, pouches, everything like More than I ever, ever used. I mean, I still had stuff in packets years later when I sold it all so I brought that I brought um, a classic army mp5 because I didn't want I didn't like the ICS one and I wanted the torch because I was playing in woodland I was playing in the the bunker still at the time yeah bought uh, an m9 pistol and like I say it basically about 1200 quid worth of stuff by the time I put a full bit of camo on boots and everything like that Um, I think the the classic army rifle was about 350 400 quid at that time it was not not cheap that's for sure and I did walk away with a Desert Eagle for my father as well to sweet talk him. He really yeah. liked Desert Eagle, big hands, and it was like, right, so I bought him a Desert Eagle. Um, yeah, that was an expensive present, but uh, yeah, coming in that front door, uh, my mum's mouth was just wide open as I just kept bringing more and more bags in. Just <laughs> guns and ammo and gas yeah. and BBs, it was hilarious. And uh, I then had to explain why I had none of my university loan left because the books were about 70 quid and I didn't expect them to be that expensive yeah so I had to borrow money off my parents to then buy the books because I was like how much can a book be it's got to be like 20 quid surely and I've only got three lessons so there's just three books I'm fine um yeah 
yeah, I, I didn't quite plan the fact you need something like 10 books at 70 quid each or something. It's, it's unreal, so. isn't it? The, <laughs> you, you can see how these students have no money left yeah. for anything. Exactly. Like, that's, that's after they've bought all the airsoft kit and they've bought all these books as well. <laughs> and they can't afford things like food. <laughs> Well, that, that was it. That was it. It was like, right. Well, at least I'm staying at the uh, the hotel with mum and dad, and uh, oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it, it works say, out. I mean, to think that 15 years later, I'm still playing the game. Still love it. Still enthusiastic. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just was playing a few weeks ago, and we're playing a milsim in a couple of weeks now. Um, yeah, yeah, a couple of weeks time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and yeah, to think that it all started when I was a kid, and how it's still, you know, that passion and enjoyment still there is crazy to be honest yeah so you're, you're obviously very heavily into your woodland and your sniper ops and hunting and all that sort of thing aren't you yeah but this year I've decided I'm, I'm making a change so right. yes for the last so since I came back into Airsoft uh, which is kind of, where are we now 2012 yeah 2012 I came back in yep. yeah so yeah so we're quite a few years in now um Straight away I went right, I want a sniper rifle and just sniped. Yeah. I've had I, I bought one HPA gun which I've got rid of since because I just didn't want a rifle. Um I sold all my any any kind of AGs to friends or whatever and just bought and now I've got two sniper rifles. Then I got into hunting and then I got into sniper ops. And yeah. it's always been yeah, and as from really as long as you've known me, it's been stealthy, hunting um, you know the yeah. gilly creation dressing as a tree yeah exactly and, <laughs> and then even for the milsims it's like right I'll wear my milsim kit but as soon as I can that's coming off so I can get my gilly and stalk up to people yeah. um, but this year I'm changing this year it's carry on with milsims but also take on more of that assault role um, I like being in the front when it comes to milsims I find being in the gilly suit or the sniper you can't really take charge or control and sometimes I just want to be a bit more involved so, yeah, yeah. so this year, this year you'll see a change, and I'm sure we'll play with each other at some point throughout the year. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, as you said, we have got the Milsim ish in a couple of weeks. Yeah, the Milsim light in a couple of weeks' time. Obviously, uh, two weeks ago, or around about two weeks ago, I, I did two days of CQB and loved it. Yep. Two different sites, two, two games CQB. Yeah, that was uh, a the jail and Bravo One, if I Bravo remember correctly. Bravo One, yeah, wasn't or it? Grange Live Gaming. The company's going to have gaming. The actual site itself in there is Bravo One. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that is pretty much what I would say is my favourite CQB site I've ever played at. Yeah. And it's a complete underdog. Now, I yeah. love the Jow, but the Jow's got a reputation of being badass and cool and fun and, you know, intense. Bravo yeah, One, I wasn't sure what to expect. I was expecting, you know... No will. offense to them. Yeah, well, yeah, no offense <laughs> to them, but a lot of, you know, boards up there, and it's just going to be a lot of just clearing through stuff. It's the same when I played at um, the tunnels. Yeah. For me, it was like, this is what I expect. I'm walking around tunnels, going to need a flashlight on, people going to be around the corner of, you know, a bit of wood, basically. And yeah, because that's one thing I noticed at Strike Force when I played there yep. a couple of years back. You basically, all it was was plywood, you know. It, it was just basically a big maze. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of what's put me off driving up to uh, Bravo One so far. I mean, I, I want to go up and give it a go by all means, and obviously I'm hearing raving reviews about it. It's just <laughs> you see it and you think it doesn't look like an awful lot no, to it, if uh, that makes sense. You're 100 correct, and that's something that our CQB sites. I wish they did better. I know you're okay. Most of these sites are rented, so you can't put brick walls in place. I get that. You know, the structures are primarily going to be plywood. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice to see a bit of paint, a bit of decoration, just to make it look better for photos than it is just wall. But I'll tell you what, this site are going to be doing so much work. Um, yeah. It, yes, there is basically a lot of wood around places, but they are cutting windows in. They've made um, kind of rat runs around the site. Yeah. And... Um, I don't. I won't go on too much about these guys. Um, they get enough praise as it is now, and I can't wait to go back there. Um, I'm yeah, I'm hoping to have Will on as well at some point. Oh, fantastic! Um, so great. I can he can obviously discuss more about what's coming up in the future as well. Hopefully, it's just yeah. nice to sort of hear 
another review from someone I know personally as such because let's be honest Will saying it's a great site is a bit of a biased opinion because <laughs> he, he yeah. works there you know yeah as I say he's worked there for a year um, no, and he, I'll be honest he's completely dedicated to it he came he came here on a Sunday when I was there and he wasn't there to work he actually was that was his day off um, yeah. so he met me there we are online friends and we've met a few times he's a great laugh and we've done some milsims together um the crazy thing about that site, I don't know if how much you know about it, so it's a company that have a lot of activities there. So they've got axe throwing, if you want to do axe throwing, they've got the retail shop. They've got, they've the, got the smashy room, haven't they? They've got uh, the rage the, room, yeah. Yeah, the smasher. <laughs> yeah, stick on a boiler suit, pick a pair of gloves, go pick up your weapon of choice in the corner of the room. Well, if you're listening, move this to where I work at the moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick pick up the whatever you want to use. So I just picked up the baseball bat. It was like, this is weighty, this is nice. Then go pick up whatever you want to smash. Keyboards, alarm clocks, monitors. There's loads of bits and pieces. Go grab that, stick it on there, stick a bit of face pro on, which is like your riot, sh- uh, your riot headgear. Yeah. Stick it on and just smash it. And I'll tell you what, that whole day it was fully booked. Every time I walked past there, there was someone new going in there, just hammering onto something. I might take my uh, TM recoil in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's got a habit to keep breaking on me at the moment. So well, yeah, this is it. I'll tell you what. Um, I can imagine. I honestly saw. I saw on the BBC a while ago. They actually did the rage room on the BBC, and a woman was like, "I hate getting up in the morning," and she just brought her alarm clock and was just smashing it to pieces. Um, but yeah they've got loads of activities so they've got that um, on the first floor they run like a it's, I don't know what they kind of call it it's like a hero hero quest or hero it's like laser tag yeah it's primarily aimed at kids but you wear basically like a like an Iron Man's fist glove alright yeah and you've got spells you shoot at each other but you also level up your wrist to have better spells or better yeah. skills um, lasers and stuff like that so it's kind of like laser quest for kids with that. Um, apparently, it's doing super well, and it looked really cool. Um, yeah. And they've got Nerf guns. They do um, archery tag or tag archery, which is basically using archery and shooting each other with arrows. They've got like, <laughs> the rubber ends on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've seen that on shooting. Facebook actually. They do competition shooting. So the building itself, I mean, it's five or six floors. Incredible place. Incredible building. Yeah. Loads up there. But the airsoft is what we're here to talk about, which is based yeah. over three floors. Um, three floors, nice. The cool thing is, every game pretty much uses, uh, providing they've got numbers, which they their maximum is 40. So yeah. But basically, you'll split your team up across three floors, and, they, and you'll fight. Each floor has their mission, so it's like, you know, uh, they have loads of props there. Uh, so one was, each floor had... A bit of C4, you had to get that C4 onto a plate, hold it for a couple of minutes, blow it up, and once you've done that, you'd move up the floors or whatever. Yeah. So obviously, you can put all your team on one floor, but you're going to lose the other areas. So essentially, there's three games going on at once. Yeah. Now, if you're each and each floor is diff- laid out differently. Now, for a first time there, I found a fourth floor the easiest for me to navigate through. The second floor I found hard because they just had rat runs everywhere, and wherever I was going, people were popping out and. Um, getting me from behind and just coming out at really awkward <laughs> angles for me once you kind of get your rhythm and get used to where you're looking it's great yeah, uh, that's the I trouble think. with CQB isn't it until you get used to where you're going yeah no, I've not played that fast that fast and aggressive because aggressiveness wins in that you've got to make the plays you've got to hold them down yeah. you've got to be willing to go in for the shots and sometimes people are very hesitant and you've really just got to go straight in there and just go for it if you hit you've got a 10 second walk to respawn and back out again you know yeah. Um, but the cool thing is because it's over three floors if you're destroying a floor you go you know what I'm going down again I'm going down to a floor I'm going up the floor whatever Yeah. likewise if you're being smashed and there was one time I got hit three or four times by the same guy yeah. um, at one point I got hit right on the eyebrow and I was Oof. like I'm getting frustrated here I went, you know what, what am I doing? I'm just going to go down the floor. And I was yeah, like, you know what, you can just... I'm going down. So, because yeah. these guys knew that, this was when, oh, I went up one. This is, these are the guys who were on the second floor with the rat runs. I was just not getting the hang of it quick enough. And I thought, I'll come back on a mission where we've got even more numbers on there, or come back with a few more people. So I went up a floor, got him back into the momentum again, and then we went down after that. Yeah. Um, so it's really cool that if you struggling on a floor or if you're winning on the floor and you want more of a challenge you go down to another floor or for example if you ran into a guy um, 
and maybe you you were just having a bad day with them. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying people won't call the hits or anything like that because in CQB you tend to find people are very honest very quickly. <laughs> they don't yeah, want to have can, a 15 yeah. um, But if you do have a bad day against someone, you're not going to wait the rest of this game. It's, it's hard to avoid each other in CQB, but if you just move up a floor, you're done. Um, yeah, and there exactly. were times I was playing with Will and I was like, oh, yeah. we're holding them down. I'm just moving floors. Leave Will up here, I'm off down to another floor. Um, but I think, like I say, it was not what I expected. Um, it's way beyond my expectations and considering it's about a three hour drive to me and actually on that day it was five hours because I had to tr go back to um, Norwich to drop a fend off and then home so it's about a five and a half hour journey oh yeah yeah that's um, a long old day I'm, I'm going back there in the summer there's no doubt about it I'm, I'm kind of fully booked nice. until June uh, but I've already decided in, in the summer I'm going to go out there for a skirmish straight because it was just that much fun yeah, yeah. Um, and the marshals were sound everyone was having fun we had I think they had 17 rentals out of the 40 or 23 rentals um, blimey that's, you know, that's unheard of at some at a lot of sites yeah absolutely fact. so there was a whole of none of them that I'd spoke to had actually ever played and because I was going yeah. there to do a little bit of a review of myself as to what the day's going to be like there yeah. um, the fire bell went off in that first game so we all had to evacuate to the downstairs area yeah. and I went down there now we were smashing our team on our floor but yeah. I had no idea what the other floors were like and I was like oh I wonder how these guys are going to feel went down there everyone was buzzing they were yeah. all sharing stories and having fun um, and it just seemed like such I, I know in Woodland if one team are dominating it's miserable at times but nobody yeah. was like that because the marshals handled it well they swapped the teams around in between in, like after a game they quickly took two of us off and balanced on there or a marshal went because um, they, they had a few extra marshals on that hand they went right one of us are going to join in on that team to help them out yeah. um, so th I think the whole day was run so well um, and like I say it's an underdog because it's not just a site with wood it's not just a site with plywood you know it is a site that's yeah, over multiple floors more, more than meets the eye in a way yeah absolutely the gameplay worked well uh, and then once because the, the rentals only did half a day so we dropped massive numbers and then yeah. they just they changed the games to make that work so we yeah. had a few games of Terrace and Troubled Town just to end the fun of it. Um, but no, solid day, solid site. Um, the owners and all the marshals did a fantastic job throughout. No, no issues at all, at all. Really, really wasn't. Um, and because some of the guys that we were playing against and playing with were competition shooters in the UK, so I think yeah. we had the second, third, and fifth best shooters in the UK. Yeah. Um, and these guys were there. I mean, they're insane accuracy and reflexes and everything like that. Were absolutely incredible. But it's it's unreal watching some of them work, isn't it? When they get into the swing of it. Yeah, yeah, it was absolutely it was incredible just watching them. They were just nailing shots. But John no Wick time, style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and no time did I feel frustrated because they just they just split the team up. They just went right. You're on that side this time. We're evening things up. We had a speed soft uh, a speed or a paintballer a sponsored paintballer who actually enjoys playing airsoft for training. He was yeah. there um, just with his pistol, HPA pistol. He was nailing shots left and right. Um, there's something to say about the way people just play. It's so unconventional when you get to CQB. The reflexes yeah. and you know they don't hold the gun like a traditional person would in military and shoulder it or anything like that. He's got the pistol right in front of him and he's just tweaking it around corners. Um, but aggressive and it worked. Um, yeah. No, like I say, for, for an event was a couple of weeks ago buzzing I can't wait to go back there again um, yeah. should, I'll, get, I'll let you know when I'm heading, down, heading up there if you want to meet up or maybe we'll organise a trip of it yeah do it it's, it's, good. it's, it's a site I've been meaning to play and um, now everything's out of the way shot shows are out of the way and everything um, I'll cover more of that in another episode but yeah. <laughs> um, sounds like you had a load yeah. of fun to be honest and, yeah, uh, yeah it was I can't a wait very to good one. experience yeah it's, it's got to be done it's got to be done and well, you know you, if you do it right you can do it not not on the cheap as such but you don't have to spend a lot of money to go it's $70 for the show so it's it's, it's, it's doable but it's traders yeah. only right it's trade and there are press as well okay um I've been helping a friend out with his shop, so he invited me along as part oh, so of the business you've got, you've kind got of an thing. In, yeah, but don't just yeah. turn up there and expect to walk in. Yeah, do not expect to just go because <laughs> you. They he had to prove to them that I was who I said I was, kind of thing. So yeah, I've got the but, same. We've got um, or I've got IWA or EY, yeah. as everyone keeps telling me it's pronounced. 
um, Iwa in was it probably about three four weeks time now yes uh, is it April uh, no March the 9th to the 11th oh yeah so about or a month from now to the 12th maybe yeah it's about a month then yeah be nice yeah should be yeah should be yeah three four weeks yeah, should be nice great place fun. Nuremberg <laughs> yeah I've not been there for years um, I'll be honest I'm gonna be pretty much spending most of the time in the convention hall uh, yeah you know the plan is not to sleep in and just to get there and make the most out of it yeah, exactly you gotta make the most of these things when you're there yeah. and, and like just say, to take everything in because it is like sensory overload oh absolutely yeah I, I, I'm sure I'm gonna really kind of finish every day going I wish I had time to write stuff down and do more about it but um, yeah it should be a great blast and like you say it doesn't have to be expensive some of the retailers I know out are going out there with like 1200 quid on hotels and flights and all this I think I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm less than 200 quid with my flight and hotel <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah it's like 70 quid for the flight um, hand luggage journey is the way forward yeah annoyingly <laughs> I've got to do my passport which is another 70 quid um, yeah. it's just expiring but um, yeah so no it should be good fun and um, I'll have to give you an update once I'm back yeah I look forward to hearing about that um, but yeah this sort of brings us on nicely actually to uh, your other project we've spoken about the Airsoft and what you play and what you run uh, so Airsoft Nation yes yes this is I remember talking to you about this was it 2016 when you were first running it through and you were at the uh, Airsoft show at Strikeforce showcase. showcase yeah the showcase yeah yes blimey yeah it was that long ago yeah, I've been working on it since 2015 about October 2015 but yeah around about that time when we spoke um, it was around enough that I had a hoodie um, yeah a it, was, it was known yeah but it was only really starting to kick off and I'd spent a good six months working really quietly on my own trying to do a lot of stuff on self and then at that point when I went there I was definitely more talking about it and getting my name out um, and you know think how much it's changed in that last year um, yeah so Airsoft Nation the, the social hub as I'm trying to push it to for Airsoft yeah. UK based you know um, the social side as a whole is very much underdeveloped because we've got Facebook still yeah and um I mean, uh, it's quite an interesting th- fact that you mentioned Facebook because I think Airsoft Nation is what the community needs to actually embrace Airsoft, if you kind of catch what I mean. I'm not sure if it's just me, but I find Facebook these days is just more and more drama than it's worth. And, you know, we're, we're like-minded individuals here. We're all here for one thing. And I think Airsoft Nation can be a fantastic tool if just more people would go on to it. I appreciate the kind words. Um, I, I, the issue, f- I made this 2015 when we lost the ability to do sales. Um, yeah. With from as far as I'm concerned, the writing's on the wall. Our time here is limited with Facebook. It's someone else's platform. If they don't agree with something, we lose out, and there's no way to fight that. Yeah. Um, ultimately, it's almost too easy to get into airsoft through Facebook and not do a little bit of research and yourself. I find a lot of stuff I'm seeing on Facebook now, and a lot of these politics are based on experienced players answering the same questions every week in, week out from a new player who basically goes, oh, I'll join a group and I'll ask everything there. Yeah, which um, you can understand because they, they want to find out the information from the experienced guys, which is, yeah, I mean, it's a reason I go to Ambush Adventures quite a lot. They run a No Bangs Day, which is more for the newer players, the younger players. And like a day like that, for example, is perfect for answering questions. You know, I can turn up with my 416 dev group or my gas blowback M4 and go, look, have a go and see what you think of it. And then they can get an idea of it. And I go, look, you don't need to go out and get that straight away. No, There's cheaper options. Um, for example, I think the Vulcan was relatively cheap, wasn't it? The one that you were... Uh, yeah, the one I brought a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. hundred and fifty pound retail. They come at yeah, which you is know, what I would almost say is the that budget is the probably the best budget to go with for a beginner rifle. Yeah, you're looking go at extreme budgets between one hundred and thirty to one hundred and eighty. You've got a good set of options there. Yeah, um, it's not the cheapest of hobbies getting. Don't go for the fifty pound gun or the sixty pound guns. You're not going to last long. You say that, my Troy shot Graham. Well, yeah. 
As in, <laughs> your, your average skirmisher is going to struggle yeah. with a try shot. But me and you both know, if you've got a gun and you want a try shot for the fun of it, that thing's solid. Or if you're doing CQB only, and yeah, you want arms like Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. <laughs> a try shot will do you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's fair to say around about 150 quid if you want a good rifle to lasts a solid time as well this isn't like a rifle oh it's a beginner it's only going to last me a month now yeah. this rifle is going to last you five years if you want it to or it's going to last you a year or two years depending on how long you play with it and yeah. it gives you an upgrade path whether you want exactly. to use a rifle to learn your upgrades as to what you want on it or whether you want to say you know what I'm done with this I'm now going to buy another rifle and keep that as a backup yeah I mean I know a few people who use the buy combat machines run them until they die and then you start teching yeah absolutely uh, yeah so I, I would go your Vulcans your like, like Vulcan TRG 150 quid I've got the long version but you can get the smaller carbine version as well you've got the yeah. combat CNC uh, G&G combat machine again I think that's 140 pound only reason yeah, I yeah. didn't go for that is because there's so many of them I just wanted something different the Vulcan yeah, I, that's I like the front rail is, I mean, this, this is one of the things that I'll say to the new guys when they do pop up and they're asking about, like, so what what is it, what gun am bestest or something yeah, that you see crop up every day. Yeah, but um, I'll always point them in the directions of, say, the Valkyrie or the G&G combat machines, depending on their taste, because, I mean, a lot of people like the little Firehawk, you know, that the noise that thing makes is evil when you're yeah. at the mall. A Firehawk, <laughs> a Firehawk's great one, I think that's what, 185-ish, I think. About that, yeah, from yeah, memory. So it's more high end. And to be fair, Firehawk's great, woodland or not, for what you're going to use it is, your typical engagement, for 40-50 metres, Firehawk's fine. Yeah. The only issue I have with Firehawk is it's very limited on, that's it. You're not going to get yeah. anything longer, if you want anything on rails, you'll struggle. Um, yeah. At least with the radar, the Vulcan, you've got a bit of barrel length so you can play with getting a better barrel. You've got a bit of rail space so if you want to take a torch in there or a laser or a sight, you've got a little bit more opportunity. Yeah, if you know definitely. you're doing CQB or you just want to be something who you want so small, you know, you don't want to be carrying so heavy, yeah, go for that. Or you can go for a Simer, AK. Yeah. I always think if you want, if you're going to go for a first rifle, get an, M uh, get an M4 because you can put. Essentially, most things are compatible for scopes are easy. Yeah. Um, you know, your magazines are easy to find, batteries won't be issues, stuff like that. Upgrade path is unlimited. If you definitely, just want something, definitely. you're not going to mess around, you don't want sights and scopes and all that stuff. Cyma AK, um, you know, 100 quid. Um, that old, that is perfect. And like I say, yeah. I've still got mine, still fires all these years later with minimal, um, minimal maintenance. Yeah. Uh, skip on a sidearm as well. Unless you're doing CQB, I wouldn't even bother with a sidearm. Yeah, not, don't not even need yet. to. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, sniper rifles. Skip a sniper. Don't get a sniper rifle as your first rifle. That's, that's, I'll be honest, that's one of my bugbears. You've got these guys who go, I want to do sniping, and I'm like, go play a game first. Cause oh, yeah, absolutely. Sniping isn't for everyone. People say they do it, buy the rifle, and then go, oh, I don't like this, and give up after one game. No, it's, it's also it's not like the computer game most people come from a computer game background or somewhere on yeah. that element 360 nice scope yeah exactly <laughs> sniper rifles aren't going to shoot fast or further than your average AG not out the box not without a lot of upgrades primarily yeah it's not cheap you know the average sniper rifle cost upgraded is going to be 400 quid plus yeah definitely especially if you're looking like TM well, yeah, you go, go down TM route, the trigger upgrades 100 quid or 90 quid. Yeah. Your barrel, your hop, all of that is another 150 quid. Yeah. Then you go down magazines, a decent scope. You're yeah, looking, definitely. You, know, you look at the Novrich SSG. Yeah. 550, I think. Yeah. 485, around about 485 to 550. The SRS, fantastic performing rifle, really heavy, really nice, and it feels solid, but again, it's 500 quid. Yeah. Even my MB06, which is like an 80 quid rifle, out the box it won't do anything for you. It'll be the most yeah. frustrating thing you use. Um, I would say if you are going to do it, just buy one, do not upgrade it, and see how you get on before you spend the money on upgrades. The worst yeah. thing I've seen someone do is go, I'm buying a rifle, I'm upgrading it, and I've not even played once with it. Because <laughs> it's a lot of money to spend on something, something you're going to you sell two like, weeks later. Yeah. It, it, you don't get a lot of perks out of sniping like you would in a computer game. You're not shooting further. You've not got yeah. more clarity. Um, you've got 
yes you're shooting at a higher speed but you've got that one shot most of these AGs are doing most of the ranges of sniper rifles in a, yeah. in a typical skirmish you're not going to get the 100 meter engagements you are going to get 40 50 meters and an AEG can get to you with 16 more rounds a second than you are you know um, yeah, I love definitely. it I really I really do enjoy it but it is a mindset thing um, that's different rather than a skill of the shot yeah exactly it is a different mindset to it. it's not like I mean I, I personally am a find myself more of a CQB player just simply because I like the fast paced kick doors in action of it yeah, albeit yeah. you tend not to actually kick doors because site owners tend to get a little bit upset by that <laughs> <laughs> or at the jail it's two inch thick steel and it weighs a ton anyway, so you don't want to be kicking yeah. that down. Good luck kicking anything in the jail, yeah. and yeah, you'll be going back in the hospital before you get through anything, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But like, it's um, a fantastic site, but uh, yeah. But yeah, aren't you working on a sort of beginner's guide type show at the moment for... Sort of from memory, yeah. I'm so, mentioning about it, yeah. As we were just saying, so as I we've got the social side, which is pretty much the most quietest aspect of it. On top of that, we've got the map where you can find your sites and your retailers, and we've got a stock yeah. checker so you can search what you yeah, want. Yeah, stock checker is very useful tool when I need stuff, and I've just started throwing it at everyone now. Yeah, I need to do a better job of promoting that to be honest because it is great, and retailers keep coming to me every week. They go, oh, Can I get added? and I've got, I've got a new. Um, exclusive shop that's become or should be coming on there. They've not opened just yet, but they're probably going to be opening in a week or so. So I can tell you that off air. Um, and they've already said yeah. that we want to come on there, and it's going to be a big shop for the UK. Um, but yeah, so we got that for parts and pieces like that. But in addition to that, I do news and blog posts. And as of right now, I have been nominated for that popular airsoft award as best UK airsoft news website. Um, yeah. And as you said, with with that, with also the news, I start to, I put my own little bits on there, whether it's opinion pieces on defences or as yeah, right that now, was a that's been a very controversial subject to say the least, hasn't it? That one it always is, but <laughs> ultimately, and I've annoyed a lot of companies out there already from this. Uh, my number one service here is to serve the community at large and yeah. the players. So yeah, if, if I piss off a company, I'll be honest, yeah. I don't you've, care you've got if it's to, a better service for the community. You've got to, to for the for the benefit of the wider airsoft community, stop people getting in trouble at the end of the yeah, day. Well, that's you know, it's kind of the I've had a few people more recently than not say you know you, you can really do damage to companies stuff about. I said no, I shouldn't be doing damage to companies. They shouldn't be doing what they're doing. Ultimately, I'm looking after yeah. the community and hoping and trying to promote the promote the industry and increasing standards. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so with that, at the moment, as you just said, is I'm starting a more of a beginner and a budget set of guides. So I yeah. have just bought the Vulcan TRG, which again is seen as for me as more of a budget and beginner rifle. Yeah. Fantastic performer. Um, I've got to do a little bit of tweaking with the hop. I've only used it once now. So I will be yeah. taking it to the mill sim. I haven't done any work to it, and they're trying to do as little as possible. For a new person, I want to just run it in and just give my... First impressions, let's say. I'm yeah, because let's be honest, new new players aren't going to go out immediately and upgrade everything realistically. No. Some of them will, but the majority of them may not have the money to. No, absolutely not. So absolutely not. And I didn't I didn't want it to be a rifle where I'm going to dump 400 quid worth of upgrades in there. Exactly. Um, you got you got to run it as standard. Yeah, I want it standard. I've changed one thing so far, and that's the putting a MOSFET on, and it's not yeah. even mandatory. It's only because I only play single shot. Yeah. And a MOSFET really helps if you only see a single shot with the budget rifles. Um, sometimes they can get locked to a non-single shot, but it's not a mandatory thing, and most people will never experience that. Yeah. So that's the only thing I've done on that. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I brought that as my budget rifle. Um, uh, and a Raven pistol, didn't you? You bought one right, of the new yeah. Pro 1911s. Yeah, so this only just came out and only hit the UK as of about three weeks ago now. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was about three weeks, a month. Uh, in fact, it was. Um, yeah, it was about the start of the year, wasn't it? Yes, they sort of came onto the scene. The Glock. Yeah, and about three, two to three weeks ago, they released the 1911. Yeah. So Raven are New Prol's newest company. Um, I don't. Know oh, if so I, they're an actual part of New Prol as such. Yeah, New Prol, New Prol have owned New Prol own them, so I don't know if they're a new company or they're a broad company. Um, yeah. So, previously, all of New Prol's pistols are WE. 
Yeah. So they're the EU. Uh, the, they are WE's distributor for Europe. I believe it's Europe and UK. Um, so all your Glocks and stuff like that have all come from you. That you've brought from WE, are distributed by Newbrow. Yeah. So this year they've now launched Raven, which where WE stuff's all built. I believe it's in Taiwan or Taiwanese. Yeah. Raven's actually all built in China. Ooh. Um, and so yes, they brought out their Glock or their EU 18, and I believe a 17 and 19 is coming. And they've also built uh, bought the uh, 1911, the MEU 1911. Uh, so yeah, I brought that, and they I think they come in about 90 quid ish. So again, it's yeah. the lower end of the pistols. It is full metal as well, which surprised Oh, me. that's that's unusual for something that sort of price range. Yeah, the the handguard. So, oh, the hand grips are plastic, and they sound plastic. That's yeah. my biggest gripe with the. Um, that's the biggest gripe I've got with it. But the actual, um, the top side's all metal. Um, it comes as green gas, but you can change the muzzle for CO2. So if you want to use CO2 yeah. mags, you can. Um, Chrono and nicely was it? Chrono's so. Because I, I was playing a couple. With of the green gas, obviously, I'm not yeah, talking about so, CO2 at the moment. Yeah, I used green gas. I used free put they only recommend new pro two and three for obvious reasons it's new pro so I'm sure other yeah. stuff works I don't I don't think you'll get much luck with the Abbey 14 the, the, the sort of low power gas that's really yeah, exactly. only really works in TM pistols generally. yeah non blowbacks like, yeah, yeah and and the, the kind of and the TM blocks. where you've got the weaker slides yeah yeah plastic slide stuff uh, so the new pro I ended up just running it on the 3.0 stuff because it was I mean I think we were playing four degrees it was really yeah, it was a it was a cold one that the day you went to the uh, jail, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, can remember that day. I was out at work and it was freezing. Yeah, you could see your breath. It was cold enough like that, and uh, so I think it was about four degrees. And we're chronoing around about two, so it's two six five on point two five. So it's around about two ninety on point two. So two yeah, so that's not too bad. That's nice and friendly out of a uh, red gas. Yeah, is it absolutely CQB friendly? No issue at either mm, sides. You, yeah, you're that. never gonna because that's that's one thing I noticed with this where they started putting the uh, slips in for the chrono. There was a lot of people going when well, my pistol's over. Yeah, then you're stuck because you can't do a lot yeah. to help out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't know if you know much about 1911s. They've got very thin mags. Um, yes, a lot of them are sync. Single stacks, isn't they? So I'm not sure about the Raven. It is double it's a double stacked. stacked. It's a double stack, but it's super thin. Um, so it gets 20, I think it's 24, 26 rounds or whatever. But it is double. It is very thin. So you, I, I typically only rely on one mag per gas fill. Yeah. Um, I think you could probably get a little bit more than there. One it's of my mags I got to play to the safe. shot. The other, yeah, the other one I got more than a mag out of. Yeah. Uh, but I, so far I'm chuffed with it. I haven't even touched the hop because I did CQB. But there is, yeah. it's, it's got a hop on there. Um, like I say, the branding looks good. What interests me, and this is a bit geeky, is to why New Pro, and, and maybe no one's discussing this as of yet at the moment, so you may have a, a thing to talk about here, but why New Pro have bought Raven when they've got WE? Because yeah. essentially, um, essentially, WE and Raven are doing exactly the same. Yeah, because I thought I actually thought New Pro sort of came, sort of spawned out of WE at one point. I'm not sure if that's the case, but it seemed, it seemed like um, you had uh, New Pro come up out of WE, and then they've sort of taken over, as it were. Yeah, um, I, I believe, and this is more industry stuff. So I, 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 this is all take as a punch, sort of what I what I know of it. Um, WE. Um, a company or a set of guys own the rights to distribute WE stuff they were doing that and were like you know what we want our own brand so they did New Pro so New Pro absorbed for WE distribution rights that's how New Pro came to be and that's a couple of years old now uh, yeah. and New Pro have done amazing stuff they really have they've really pushed out I don't think there's an accessory out there because New Pro, New Pro was primarily just accessories no, yeah, they, they, they've sort of grown out of nowhere as such. They've got their own rifles, they've got yeah, their own absolutely. pistols now as well with the Ravens. and Yeah. But the interesting yeah. one for me is if now they've got the Raven, are they dropping WE? Or do they potentially lose their distribution rights to WE? Cause That'll be an interesting... It's probably been about five years now, four or five years. I wonder if they had like a five-year agreement or maybe a five-year agreement next year and we'll see that WE are not their distributor next year. Yeah. 
Um, so what? Interesting. That, I that might have to invite me. Trent on to come uh, discuss oh, get the Ros- future. Get Roscoe. If you want anyone in, get Roscoe. Yeah. Uh, Roscoe yeah. or Danny, they run New Pro in the UK. The, the UK managers. So yeah, yeah you I'll, have, I'll have to have a chat with them at some point. Yeah, like I say, um, I'm hoping. But after IWA, we're here more, or after Ewa. Yeah, I'm probably be there. I don't know what you saw of them, or if you got to see them in Shot Show. Yeah, they were they were advertised. Uh, we we briefly saw them, yeah. um, and I'll obviously update with what I managed to get out of them Absolutely. on the uh, show on the later date. Yeah, so obviously, so they're there. Um, so I'm hoping we get a little bit more because it's more European based. We're probably going to get more out of Ewa than you did at Shot Show. Um, but it'd be interesting yeah. to see. I'm not. I yeah. We's been around for a long time. I've never had one of their stuff. That I've been overly happy with. They're a mixed bag, but they do produce a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. I've got the Baby Bird. We Baby Bird. Um, yeah. I can't say it's been a good performer at all, to be honest. Well, you you say that we had a guy on the team last year. He brought Big Bird, brand new, first game, nozzle smashed. Yeah, my experience with him is. I just can't. I can never get it working comfortably. I always find yeah. the gases issues. Uh, I don't know the mags. I was always having issues with. Um, and you get to my Makarov and it works perfectly. Yes. Yeah, so again, this is almost a mixed bag. It could be a quality control thing. Um, it could be just because there's so many of them. And this is kind of the same thing for Newprol. Newprol, we know that over the years we've seen recalls on goggles, seen recalls on batteries. You know. Yeah, that was quite a recent one, wasn't it? The recall on the batteries yeah, uh, last month or so. Uh, and the fact that everyone goes, oh, new prog gas explodes in the sun. You know, that's always one in the summer. When the summer comes, I've out, only known one guy that's happened to. Well, we've got Wayne. Uh, I've yeah. seen, I've seen it three or four times, and everyone says you'll see a thread. You know, someone will have an explosion in their room because they've left the gas bottle in front of thirty-one degrees or whatever. Yeah. Um, and the comment goes, and then you'll see a few posts out on Facebook. Oh, look, I had the same, and you'll see what a remnant of a green can. <laughs> across an obliterated car or bedroom or whatever yeah and then you know about five comments down you'll see it's funny it's always new pro um i've never seen this with abby or anything like that and it's for one simple reason new pro are so massive it's the biggest selling gas it's the biggest selling you know accessory yeah. kit you're gonna see more of them so when you see these recalls you know it's the same car manufacturer when you see some of these recalls it's because they're the biggest that you're gonna see it and yeah. because they sell so many it's just like 1% of a bit and it's a much good. more cost effective brand for people I find as well like it's, it's literally you can have a one stop shop with Nupro effectively oh guaranteed yeah you could probably buy I think at this point you could pretty much get everything from Nupro which surprised me last year when I went to some events with Trent and we're helping him out and just doing networking as you do yeah. and uh, I was like oh Where's the vest from? He's like, oh, it's a new pro vest, like a Molly plate carrier. I was like, when did you guys do plate carriers? He's like, oh, we've been doing them for a while. And it was like, you guys literally do every aspect, and I've never really, yeah. I didn't do, know a new pro did clothing, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they pretty much have every accessory out there, and now they've got the rifles, now they've got the pistols, um, they've got the BB market, they've got the gas market. So they, they yeah, are. Yeah, now they've sorted their BBs out, they're solid actually. Yeah, again, you think back, what was this, two, three years ago, four years ago now, we had the incident where the new Pro BBs were swelling. Yeah. Uh, everyone forgets it wasn't just new Pro BBs, so every heavyweight BB was swelling at that point. Yeah. Um, bar Jeff's. Jeff's was the only one unavailable, and pretty much just because most of these guys are using the same same factory, which uses the same compound to make them. Um, yeah. But then they're BBs now, solid. Um, I've got... Oh, uh, actually, I've got none now because I've just finished the last packet. Yeah, I've got none on my shelf now. Um, but I've used the whole packet, not had an issue. They've been open for well over four months now. I've had some soaking in water after having a discussion with a friend. Again, yeah. the swelling tends to happen more with the heavier weight stuff. But I've had the new pro. I've had the new pro razors and the the bios and the non bios, and not had a single issue with any of them. Um, but again. I think with the low low weight stuff, you've got so many options. You don't have to stick with Neutron. You know, you've got the ASG stuff, you've got the blasters, the devils. I've got to say, uh, one one that's come out recently that I've been trying out for a little while and had good results with actually is this the draft draft club. club. I knew you were going to mention draft club. 
Yeah, do you know what? They've actually come out of... They came out of nowhere last year, basically. And I brought a couple of bottles at the time. I thought, these aren't bad. But then I had a lot of other stuff. But I just brought some more. And they are solid BBs. They are... They've been absolutely superb. I've not had any floor. They started on heavyweights, didn't they? So they started when yeah. when New Pro were having issues and when Jeffs were, you know, and, and Jeffs are still to this day. The biggest downfall of Jeffs is that they're not readily available. It's yeah. so hard to get them. You can't get them at retailers. It's just literally through Jeffs' website. So it means competitions come up. We've got Longbow. We've got um, Draft Club. They all started yeah. on heavyweights. They found a market and success, and then they've expanded. And yes, yeah, the draft clubs. Yeah, because uh, draft clubs just... now are only really selling point three as their heaviest. Oh really? Looking at it, yeah. I'm just looking at their website now, actually. Funny enough, and um, oh, maybe they're, they're, they've I've only got point three, point two, eight, two fives, and twos. I thought they started heavier than that, but they've again draft club done. They've done a lot of networking. They yeah. nailed their patches down, so you could get different patches, and they sold loads in sex, section eight. Yeah. I, believe, I believe he's based more in the north um, but he's done some amazing networking he's got his name out there he's given out promotional stuff to the right people and they've delivered the message um, yeah. but again like Longbow um, he's done exactly the same and congratulations to him this is now his full time gig he's now working full time full full time on Longbow um, giving up his day job in London so um, we're definitely seeing some really high quality BB providers now um, and people yeah. who I think with the Draft Club, I think with Longbow, um, those kind of new, I don't want to say they're one-man bands, but the one-man or the smaller companies, they provide yeah. such a better service and availability than these bigger guys, because yeah. every sale matters, and because they know, and they still remember growing up as such, you get ten times the service than you do from some of the bigger companies. Exactly, so. yeah, it's, it's more of a personal, it's, it, again, it goes back to the community thing that we were discussing with the likes yeah. of SF Nation. You're supporting the community yeah. by buying local as such and buying from these smaller companies because then it adds competition into the market as well, which is always a good thing. Absolutely. I've got a packet of ASG white point fours here. What's that cost me? £18.95. Yeah. Um, actually, they are ASG, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Weirdly enough, this is their old branding. For some reason, I've got their old branding packet, so it's hardly got the ASG logo on there. Um, and it's unopened. Why? Because I'm using longbows. They may perform yeah. exactly the same, but I really get on and have had a perfect service for the longbows, whether it was just testing some BBs out or buying some, whether it's been the social interactions or the emails. Um, and it's not just BBs. I mean, look at all the rise of the 3D printing with the likes of the Hadron designs um, and the double tap design holsters you know these are all small businesses run by one to three people who literally do everything to get every sale and every happy customer they don't want to sell an unmiserable customer they would rather not sell you it or take the product back um, yeah, exactly and that's, that's that's kind of what you want from yeah so these top, suppliers so yeah keeps you going that, back to them yeah all that to say is Yes, Razor, new Pro BBs, not a problem. Love them, had no issue. Blasters, not got an issue. Um, had a few issues with some of the bore stuff, BAW. Don't yeah. tend to touch any of the Chinesey stuff anymore. Um, the gunfire ones, I had issues with, but some people haven't had any problem with those. Um, I can't remember the name, I've got them right in front of me and I can't see the name. Uh, the gunfire. One I did have, I don't know if you tried these. Right. Uh, amoeba, is it Amoeba? The Aries one. Oh, uh, I saw them advertised somewhere. I never got around to now, getting some I've, to try out. I bought them while I was at a skirmish. I yeah. thought they were expensive. I think it was like twenty quid a packet. Um, How many did you get for that? Like three thousand. It wasn't a lot. What, what weight was that? I think I bought point threes. Yeah, I'm pretty certain it's point threes. So. For, sorry, just because I've got it up here, the draft club. I think you get three thousand a bowl. Yeah, three thousand, uh, and that's twelve ninety nine for point so, three. Yeah, so I don't know if this was because I was on site. That's always the thing to be aware. Of. I'm on site. Yeah. It's an emergency. It's at an event. I ain't got yeah. enough BBs to last me the day. So uh, I don't know if it was just mark up there. But those BBs were amazing. I'm actually for point three. If I go back to point threes. Um, which yeah. I've only got one rifle to use them and I don't use it very often I won't hesitate yeah. to use those because I was 
for the gun which has got a one inch barrel it was flying amazing um, so yeah so there's kind of my BB roundup anyway yeah. um, so um, but yeah I don't think you can go wrong with BBs as long as you buy them from a decent brand yeah exactly yeah. they've got to get a reputable brand don't, don't buy your 0.12s yeah um, most of his stuff is rebranded or slightly different quality control yeah um, but no so, um, so yeah, we've, so we've, we've got a little bit sidetracked there, haven't yeah, we? Again, <laughs> we, we, we have a habit of this. Beginner stuff, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm doing the beginner guide, as you said, we've got the Raven 1911 by New Pro, got the TRG 2.0 by Vulcan. In uh, addition to that, as you'll hopefully find out in a couple of weeks if you do attend this milestone with us, the yeah. I've got a full PMC loadout I've built. And it's all yeah. I've seen some photos of you building that up. I'm looking forward to sort of hearing your review from the weekend. Yeah, it's all, it's, 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 all, it's all as low price as I could justify. So it was a Viper cap for about fiver, a Viper schmag for a couple of quid. Yeah, I've gone for a chest rig because it's cheap. Yeah. It's thirty pound chest rig, and that literally holds all my BBs for the for the day because yeah. it's a milsim. Uh, but I used it at the jail and I used it at um, Bravo One. I yeah, think perfect for the day. You know, that carries everything you need. What do you need? BBs. You know, for me, it's going to be BBs radio. It's also got a pouch which you can put your pistol in. So if you and you've got a couple of grenade pouches as well. Yeah, grenade pouches, if not, exactly. Um, so I'm just running that. I'm not running anything around my waist because given our PMC role and the idea that we may go in vehicles, I can't afford to be slowing down. Yeah. But the other thing, for skirmishing, stop overburdening yourself go light you're going to go back in an hour's time to take water you know this is this is actually a a very good point that um i don't know if you remember a year ago when uh, myself carlo and a few others were doing the event with s-type security Mm. and the guy actually gave some solid advice and uh joe olsen if you know him yes um, yeah yeah. he's one of the pmc admins in the pmc yeah he basically went away and went, look, this guy said do this, and it's worked wonders for me, kind of thing. He, he uploaded his rig, he'd taken all of the unnecessary stuff off. You know, that's I think that's the mistake I made. Yep, I I'm going to throw you down a gauntlet. I'm going to throw you a gauntlet down here, Graham. Let's do it. Because you, you're liking these um, low-budget uh, low um, loadouts. Yeah, go Sorry, for it. I was, I, I was lost for words there. I'm looking at an Eagle Industries plate carrier that I've not used yet. Right. I'm going to build that up. I'm going to use sort of warrior assault systems, the expensive pouches and everything. Yep. I'll throw you a gauntlet down. You do one on the cheap with Viper or New Pro kit, which is sort of the beginner of the market. Yep. We'll run them for a year and we'll report back to each other. Well, that's exactly what you know. What that's so. I've got this PMC loadout, which is the chest rig. I'm yeah. also going to go for a plate carrier style kit um, for um, this. The, so for my Vulcan yeah. M4, I'm going to turn that into more of a, a military kit. For my PMC kit, I'll probably switch over to an AK eventually. So yeah, I, I'm actually going to. I'm all for that. I'm going to do a Viper loadout yeah. with a plate carrier that and run it for the year I mean you look at you look at the Eagle Industries plate carriers you can buy you're looking about 150 200 quid uh, the laser Viper so lasers their newest thing so it's it's better than yeah. Molly basically I think it's still it's still not cheap I think their laser tech lasers about 60 70 quid but it's I a made, budget compared to Eagle Industries yeah. I mean, one I've got, they don't actually apparently make that colour anymore, by all accounts. They've stopped the range of green ones, but so... I, I may look at Combat UK, though, because that's even cheaper. So I went with Viper and not Combat. Yeah. Um, now, Viper's a bit more... It used to be the Combat price range. It's gone up a bit more because the quality's gone up. So I, I like Viper. I know it has a very mixed attitude, especially for guys who've been around a while. Yeah, the, the Viper sort of used to be... I, I, I hate to coin the term here, but it used to be the Skoda of the airsoft world. It was a bit of a laughing stock. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, when I first started and when I spent my university loan, it was all Viper kit. I still yeah. have the same gun bag 14 years later. All the zips work, and that is used every time I go out. It goes on the motorbike. This um, is the thing. It's the luck of the draw, isn't it, I, I suppose? I don't know the luck of the draw. I don't know if they just had a couple of bad years, like Razor, uh, like New Probe did with their Diamond BBs. Yeah, could be, could you be. Know, and it, that reputation, I mean, a new person joins it and they get told, don't touch Viper. And they maybe have that. They may have that 
stigma of don't touch Viper, even though they've never used it. Yeah. Um, and a few people said, oh, it fell apart. Well, what were you doing with it? Can I see it? Maybe it's an odd quality control thing. Um, so far, I'm happy with it. For the, like I say, for my rig for 30 quid, it's solid. Yeah. It feels comfy. It, it's handling the weight well. I bought. That's the thing you want. That's the, that's the important thing. Is be yeah, comfortable. Make it light. Be comfortable. Viper spec up trousers. Now they're slightly mm. more than their their cheaper version because I wanted the knee pads. Yeah. They come at fifty pounds, which isn't bad for trousers. You can get the combat ones, which are cheaper. I think their ones without knee pads are about forty quid. Yeah. Um, again, those things were comfy. I have a pair of seventy-five pound trousers, different brand, exactly the same style, knee pads, everything like that. At first, I thought I could tell a big difference, but by the time I wore them in that day uh, and wore them the following day, they feel comfy all day long, no issues. Um, I'm not overloading trouser pockets, but I can't feel. I don't think that I'm going to have any issues with them. So it's just now, like you say, it's using them for a year, wearing yeah. them in, seeing how they work. Uh, and then I think I brought. I think my boots for 40 quid yeah so it is I'm, I'm still thinking you're probably going to spend 100 to 150 quid but I'd, I imagine most airsofters by the time they're looking for a full kit will already have a decent pair of boots yeah yeah you'd hope so if you want to get cheaper, them before their first game yeah if you want to go cheaper and you don't want to, you're not worried about buying um, specific colors go to your army surplus store spend 30 quid and get some trousers and a top together you know you could yeah. go way cheaper I've already got my DPM loadout uh, I've already done that service up, so I wanted a cheap Viper loadout for a certain role, which is the PMC for this Milsim. Um, and like, like I say, my next Milsim, I'm going to go with a different team with a different loadout, but it will be again around about the same budget with Viper, different styles. So now I've got chest rig, I'll probably go for a plate carrier. Um, yeah. All this is for me, I'm excited to go back to the roots of you know, I'm not going to have a 180 pound warrior assault system. Um, chest rig plates and all that stuff you know I am going yeah. back to the basics back to a basic rifle basic pistol enjoy the game for what it is um, exactly, improve yeah. I'm playing once twice a month or doing a full 48 hour event with this kit and it's lasting yeah um, and, it, and it's beneficial vary. for the uh, supplies as well yeah your, your results may vary that's for sure and I'm hoping that I mean, all this stuff here I've built, bought personally, so this was all Christmas money uh, and some money after the last couple of ages to put together. Yeah. Um, none of this is sponsored content, although I will reach out to all the companies and say, look, I've just done a review on this, I hope you're happy with it. Um, mm. Or, if it's not good, I'll say, look, this is my review of it, here's my feedback, I'd really love your st a statement on this, you know. As we spoke before the show, my Raven loved it, but the maglips broke on one of my mags. I, had yeah. to, I, brought, I brought an extra mag anyway. The maglips broke. Now, the retailers is going to take them back and send them to get them replaced free of charge, yeah. you know, because it is the first weekend. But I'd like to know, is this going to be a common trend? Is this something they're aware of? Because ultimately, feedback makes the same stuff better. Exactly. It improves the product, the quality of the product. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, this stuff is... It's partly for me because I'm enjoying it. It's partly for me because I'm getting a loadout for a Milsim. So it serves two purposes. Getting a set of kit I want to try. It's on a budget. But then for, for in terms of writing on Airsofation, it lets me do a loadout on a budget, a recommendation of kit on a budget, uh, and all that research, which I know you've seen, of what PMCs wear, for example. Yeah. So yeah. it serves, serves a few things, and it's enjoyable. And if you yeah. are going to an event and you just are going to play it once or twice a year, you don't need to spend 400 quid making your most realistic kit available. You just need to do enough to play. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing this sort of beginner's guide come out. Uh, any other plans for Airsoft Nation throughout the year? Oh, other than a, what we've already discussed? Oh, there's, a, there's definitely a lot coming up. Obviously, we've got version 3 of the app that's probably been out it's about three weeks at this point now so that's yeah. out loads of stuff on that front I've got some super cool stuff coming out I can't really talk about it yet because it's a bit too early in the day but most of the stuff I'm planning for now is summer um, yeah. I'm trying to produce at least one post every week where it's news based opinion based um, review based I'm trying to do a video a week as you've seen um, yeah. and obviously our podcast which is coming out every two to four weeks um, so we're still in the middle between doing 
once a month or twice a month uh, and we've got three episodes out now so you can just search for the airsoft radio on the uh, on the itunes or soundcloud yeah. but obviously you rang that below the chairsoft to show yeah, well, absolutely. You're gonna have to go listen to the chairs off the show to find the airs of radio. Yeah. Which I hope you'll come on to enough. Uh, but the rule is, if you're gonna come on the show, you've got to come in person. Yeah, I, I will. I will. I'll um, I'll make the trip down. In fact, let's book an event somewhere and we'll record it after at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good. Or if you come to this Milsim, we could do a Milsim event. Yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously, you know the situation. Yeah, exactly. we'll cover if, that. I'm hoping to go. If you can go, yes. Um, um, he, guys, his mum's just got to give him the, the green tick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what can I say? You know, I'm 28. Yeah. She thinks I'm 12. Yeah. You are welcome anytime to come on the show. Let's uh, let's talk about your experience with this, and we're you know, um, any day. I'm, I'm loving the show, and uh, I wish you all the luck with this because it should be good fun, and we need more podcasts. I need more stuff for my journey to work. Yeah. Uh, and I'm yeah. not going to There's only so much podcasts. LBC we can listen to, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, no, to be fair. And I'm not listening to my own podcast on the way to work, so I need someone else's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you'll, you'll see some stuff coming up over the next couple of weeks. Um, hoping to have Will come on. I'm still waiting for him to get back to me on that at this point. He'll be at the um, Mills, I'm just saying. And he's doing some Sterling events the week before that as well. He's got Ooh. a pre- Yeah, so he'll be... So in two weeks' time, we've got the October Milsim. I think it's the weekend before that he's at a Sterling one in... Catterick? I've got a feeling it's Catterick. Yes, possibly. Yeah, so yeah, so he's he's really hit Milsim hard this year. Good. Um, It'd be good to and see he's what obviously, comes out of him. Uh, obviously, you know his YouTube channel's back, and he's producing videos every two weeks. So he's all about promoting himself now, and really building that that will personality brand back up again. Yeah, he, he went very quiet. It's good to see him back. Yeah, I think honestly, got, just you know, he's been doing such a good job on Bravo One, and he's just making sure that that's all making sure on. that's going solidly before he focuses on himself, which is again, it's the community aspect. Yeah, absolutely. He's done a fantastic, fantastic job, and obviously. He's just the, the the Marshall guy there and the Airsoft guy there. Um, yeah. So it's not just him alone, but yeah, he's definitely definitely adds a strong element to the site. There's no. Yeah, doubt definitely. That. Right. So where can these guys find you, Graham? You can find me over at airsoftnation.co.uk or on your mobile. If you're on an Apple, search the App Store for Airsoft Nation. If you're on an Android, search the at the Play Store for. Airsoft Nation social network because someone stole Airsoft Nation. Um, that is pretty much it. Or alternatively, you can go facebook.com forward slash Airsoft Nation, drop me a message there. Finally, you could email me if you really want to reach out on email. You can, um, to be honest, that's probably the fastest way you'll get a response, which is graham at airsoftnation.co.uk. Cool, and um, so guys, for having me on, do appreciate that. Thank you very much, Graham, for your time. Uh, big round of applause from here, definitely. Uh, I'll see if I can add some sound effects in for that. Woo, yeah. <laughs> see if I can add that in, find a soundboard. <laughs> Guys, head on over to Instagram, Facebook, search The Chair Softer Show, and hit that subscribe button on iTunes and Do all it. the other media outlets that Do we are available on. Do it. We'll see you on Instagrams. Yeah, Instagram friends. Yes. With Zs. <laughs> How do you use Instagram again? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you very much, Graham, again, for your time and effort. And I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. See ya. Bye, guys. See you next week.